Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drowning Fish Podcast, hosted by me, Eric Herrera. Um, I'm actually recording this on the 12th. I think that I'm going to go ahead and get everything together and try to have it published today. Um, But if not, I'm sorry. I meant to record this yesterday, but I woke up late. And then I wanted to hang out with some buddies, so that's what I went to go do. It was a pretty eventful day. Uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of uh, a lot of jokes. So, a couple of uh, I've been I've been wanting to talk about some of this stuff for a while now, but I've been making notes. The last podcast, like I said, I think that uh, I think I said this in the last podcast. I don't know if not. Um, thinking about doing a podcast about every week, once a week. That way, I can have material to talk about things to talk about um and it, whenever everything comes together i'll have people come on uh, but right now it's just me by myself again so thank you guys for listening i received a lot of uh a lot of love and feedback on the last couple of episodes um i know that people that i didn't know were listening listened and then reached out and uh they told me that it was really good so I appreciate everybody that's listening. Um, it would mean the world if you guys would subscribe or follow on whatever platform this is on. I know right now I'm officially on SoundCloud. I'm officially on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, officially have my profile picture. And I wouldn't say logo because I don't really have a logo. It's just a profile picture. But at some point I will come up with a logo. Um, the fish is currently like i mean it's it's a it's a sea creature so it's i'm sure there's a ton of fishes out there and a a bunch of logos with the fish so i don't want to get i don't want to get sued or anything like that so i'm gonna have to come up with something on my own but definitely the name the drowning fish is something that's pretty creative and i don't think a lot of people a lot of people have that um or even have thought about that and if they have then uh they can fuck off because i had this 10 years ago but anyhow, um, throughout the whole week, I got to think about a couple of things. Um, there's something that was weighing heavy on my mind that I wanted to speak on. Um, and as I go down my notes, I will speak on it. But right now, obviously, as you saw on the first podcast, I needed to get bullet points down. And that's what I did. Uh, second podcast, I had like three pages worth of shit that I thought was going to last about an hour and it didn't. Um, Dude, I was like halfway through. And uh, if you listened, you can definitely tell. I was like, holy shit, we're at 11 minutes already. So time definitely, uh, I feel like time went, went by really fast and I was talking even faster, if that makes sense. Because uh, time was going slow and I was talking way too fast. That's basically what happened. Um, but in reality, time doesn't, time's the same and I'm just speaking really fast. So I'm learning to uh, slow down on my, my talk. Um, I will talk about this. Uh, just made some iced coffee and I brewed, I brewed some coffee in the last night actually. And I let it sit there f- overnight. Um, because I mean, I drink coffee hot or iced and, uh, I prefer it. It just depends what kind of mood I'm in. Like if it's the day during the, during the day, I like to drink iced coffee. If it's like in the morning, morning, I'll drink 
warm coffee. I don't drink scalding hot coffee like a lot of you motherfuckers do. I drink warm coffee where I can actually drink it. Um, I hate scalding coffee. I have to I, I have to let my coffee sit there for like 30 minutes before I drink it because uh, I hate it when it's hot, like super hot. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I made uh, I made some coffee, put some ice in it. My girl, she had some almond milk, like creamer in the fucking fridge. And I was like, guess I'll put some of this in it just to give it some kind of taste because I didn't put sugar in it. I'm actually trying to lose a couple pounds, get a little bit more in shape, been in the gym. Um, not not for a long time, but a couple of days. I just need to get back in there, put some honey in there, swirled it around it. It's actually really good. Um, but the other day I was watching TV and a fucking, one of those stupid fucking chime commercials came on and every time that these stupid fucking commercials come on, I'm just like, dude, do these people not have like their finances in order? Like I'm not bragging. I don't have my finances in order. I'm not like rich or anything, but I'm not out here fucking three, four days before payday, like, yo, I need fucking 20 bucks to fill up for gas, and chime, can you spot me, like, dude, if you're fucking having to do that, like, these stupid-ass commercials, and these commercials are so fucking bad, dude, they, they're targeted for the people that don't have their finances in order, and are literally living paycheck to paycheck, and if you are, get out of that fucking gutter, man, you can, you can do better for sure, but, I guess you got to do what you got to do, but these commercials piss me off because not only, I think that if you're going to do shit like that, that you should have, uh, not only should you offer, obviously they're helping their clients, their customers out by giving them, I guess their paycheck a day sooner. It's how they advertise it, but they should also give financial advice like Dave Ramsey or some bullshit like that. Don't, uh, how do you, how should I say this? Don't, uh, don't make it okay for people to have bad spending habits, man. Cause, uh, it's not cool. That's how people get in debt. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to weigh in on that, on that chime commercial. Cause every time that I see it, I'm like, dude, it's like some dude filling up at the gas station and he's like, oh shit, I don't get paid until next week and I can't fill up. But luckily, I have Chime. And then they pull out their fucking Chime app or their Chime card. (laughs) And then they start filling up on gas. And I'm like, bro, you shouldn't be driving to wherever you're going if you can't fill up. Just go home. Chill out for a second. Don't go out. Stop drinking those stupid fucking $5 coffees like I do. Or make your own like I do. Dude, that shit's really good. Um, man, I got so much to talk on or about, and uh, I know the last podcast went by really fucking quick, and I want this one to last. I know I said it last time again, um, but I have a number in mind, and hopefully we can make it last. I always, always want to strive for about an hour. Um, anything less is really just a waste of my time because I want to. 
talk about for about shit for an hour and just hit punchline after punchline after punchline and then fucking boom an hour but i i would say that 90 percent of this podcast would be comedy um because like the other 10 percent is going to be like some real shit like real woke shit but as we go on uh, i think that it'll be a little different we'll see um but the other day i was uh and it's every time it's going to be the other day because, like I said, this is going to be once a week podcast for now. And these notes, I could literally be thinking about, about anything and something will literally strike up a thought or a memory from the past. But I was thinking about um, my school bus driver, Harry. And if my buddies that used to ride the bus with me, you know who the fuck Harry is. He... uh He's a character. I remember this one time. <laughs> this one time I got kicked off the bus because, and I wasn't allowed to ride the bus anymore um, because I would literally bully the fuck out of this guy. Um, not really. I wouldn't bully him, but I would like do things to like piss him off. Like I would get off the bus and honk the horn or like push a button or some shit on the dash. And this one time I'm getting off. I'm getting off the school bus and uh, I honk the horn and then I run off. And then the next day I'm trying to get on the school bus and he's like, no, you can't ride the school bus anymore. Uh, you're kicked off. And I was like, what? For honking a horn? It's fucking bullshit if you ask me. But this guy was fucking hilarious. I think he actually got. F <laughs> what the fuck? I think he actually got fired because. Uh, he was just like a weird character, super shady. I remember he would drive and he would keep his uh he would keep his fucking cigarettes right next to him like on the dash, right next to the uh I mean, I'm sure everybody's been on a school bus like right there where the uh driver window's at. They have like those little cubby right on top. He would keep his uh his uh fucking cigarettes right there and I thought that was fucking hilarious cuz he's driving a bunch of kids. But he was funny. He was a funny guy. I remember him telling us some dumb shit. And uh, I think that his problem was that he was too friendly. Or he would try to be friends with all the kids. All the, like, the high school kids. And uh, I don't know. I just honked the horn and got kicked off the bus. I wasn't mad. I wasn't pissed off. I was like, you know, that's reasonable. I understand. Whatever. I'll take a different bus. But uh, Or I'll fucking whatever i'll make it but it was like that lasted about a month and then uh i i fucking went in the bus when he wasn't on like he wasn't in the bus and uh we were it was time for us to go home and i got on the bus and sat in the back and kind of hid and then when i got off he was like how the hell did you get in here and i was like magic and after that like he laughed so i started riding the bus again but I've always had a way of just uh, winning back my position to wherever wherever I was. I think that uh, he probably didn't tell the principal or anything. He kicked me off. It was just one of those things that, you know, like, hey, you're kicked off the bus. And I believed it. He probably didn't even tell anybody. He was probably just fucking with me now that I think about it. Um, but, yeah, Harry, the, the school bus driver. What a character. Um, the other day I was standing in the in the coffee shop here in town and uh i was really 
I wasn't paranoid or anxious, but when people go to the coffee shop, uh, this coffee shop here in town, Midnight Oil, there's a lot of uh, college students here who are in there either studying or with their friends or whatever, and someone's always with somebody, either talking, um, but I was in there by myself, which is fine. I'm not like, I'm not one of those people that needs to be with somebody to feel comfortable. Um, but I was just standing there. I had already ordered my coffee and I'm waiting on it and I'm standing there and, uh, I'm just looking at everybody, you know, uh, everybody's talking with somebody. I'm like, and then I started thinking about me. I'm like, and my hands are in my fucking pockets. And I'm like, I bet I look like a jackass standing here with my hands in my pockets, like, like a fucking loser. And, uh, and then I start not panicking, but I was like, okay, I'm going to change my posture. You know, I'm going to take my hands out of my, po- <laughs> I'm going to take my hands out of my pockets and, uh, just stand there. So I take my hands out of my pockets and I'm literally standing there with my hands beside me. And, uh, I just picture myself. Like, I picture somebody looking at me, but I'm looking at myself from a distance, and I'm literally standing there with my hands beside my body, and I I look like an even bigger jackass. So I'm like, fuck, man, I bet I I look like an idiot right now. So I cross my arms, and I'm standing there, and at this point, it's been like a total of five minutes in my coffee it's not ready, and I'm not mad or anything, um, but that's what I look like, right? I look pissed off because my hands are crossed. I'm wearing a mask. You can't really see my facial expressions. And then I'm like, dude, I look like I'm pissed right now. I was like, there's no winning in this. I was like, there's absolutely no winning. If I put my hands in my pockets, I look like a loser. If I stand there with my hands bes- beside me, I look like a dumbass. Um, and I'm standing here with my hands crossed. I look like I'm pissed off. So I unfold them and uh, automatically, you know, pull my fucking phone out and start scrolling through Instagram or whatever. But that's just uh, how the human brain works, I guess. Like a lot of people just get on their phones to either not talk to society or not feel like a jackass because that's just a norm now. Like pull out your phone if you don't have anything to do. It's just real like fidgety people. Um they need to be doing something with their hands. And I think I'm one of those people, which I came to realize that day. I was just like, no matter what I do, I'm going to feel like an idiot. So, uh, <clears throat> my coffee came up and I left. It, it was awesome. I love that coffee. But, uh, I saw somebody in there too with toe shoes and I was thinking about toe shoes for, for a minute. And, uh, I just don't know who the fuck who the fuck would wear toe shoes, man. Like, imagine you're going out and you're like, man, I don't know. Like, I have all these, I have I have a a wide variety of shoes. I have boots. I have sneakers. I have casual shoes like Vans. But never in my fucking mind would I ever be like, yeah, I'm gonna throw my toe shoes on. Like, just imagine what. What is that person going through in life for them to be wearing toe shoes? Like, are you comfortable? Are you going through something? If you are, talk to me, man. We can we can work it out together. Um, please don't wear toe shoes. 
And if you're my buddy and you wear toe shoes, I don't think any of my friends would ever wear toe shoes. And by toe shoes, I'm talking about those stupid fucking... I think they're really like swimming shoes. I don't know, bro. This dude was wearing them in the coffee shop. And I'm like, bro, I'd rather you come in here barefoot than see you in toe shoes. Because... And that's just like what goes on in my brain. Like, I noticed something like that, and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Toe shoes, really? It's just something that, uh, it just grinds my gears, like Peter. But, like I was saying earlier, 90% of this podcast will be comedy, and, uh, I have to sacrifice people for the world to enjoy it. Comedy without victims is, uh, not as enjoyable. And that's, uh, that's a great quote by Mr. Dave Chappelle. Like, you have to be roasting somebody or on somebody's ass for people to laugh, I feel like. And not maliciously. I don't fucking hate people. But uh, I roast my friends all the time, and they roast me back. And it's it's all love because at the end we're having great laughs. And, dude, I remember, uh, I remember getting the shit roasted out of me last week. I think my buddy David said something. We're in his group chat and he said something. Just roasted the shit out of me. And I don't take nothing personal. Um, but it's fucking hilarious when I get roasted. Because I, I'll i act pissed off in the group chat. But I'm not. I, it's really hard to get to me. Um, but if you know me. like if you, if you fucked with me for a long time. You know how to piss me off. It's really, really hard for somebody that doesn't know me to piss me off because I have a huge, I have a light fuse for people that know me and a long fuse for people that don't know me, if that makes sense. Because I just have patience for them. But for people that know me, I'm just like, dude, you know, you know me. Don't do that shit. But I love getting roasted and I love roasting back. And uh, like I said, I have to sacrifice people for... For you guys to laugh, for me to laugh, for me to have a great time and a great conversation or a great thoughts in my brain, uh, I will roast the fuck out of you. I might not do it, you know, in the moment, but I will roast the shit out of you if I have to. Um, and that's just, that's the that's sacrifice right there, man. I will roast an army vet with no legs. I swear to God I will. Try me. Speaking of uh, legs, man, this Canelo fight, um, Canelo versus Saunders, I watched that fight, um, and I had my family came over, and we watched it at my place, and it was, Canelo is one of, right now, obviously, he is my favorite boxer because he is the only boxer, um, and I I know there's more boxers out there like Tyson Fury, um, and then Reese, uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? That Mexican fat dude. That's that was the uh, heavyweight, but now Josh Joshua took it over. Um, it was like a rematch, and I know those guys are up there, but I think Canelo is like in his prime. Anyhow, he's my favorite football boxer right now because you know he is Canelo and he is Mexican, and uh, so am I. But Canelo. Um, he fought this motherfucker, Saunders, and the way that Saunders was fighting, I knew, 
I knew that it wasn't going to be an easy fight for Canelo, or I thought it wasn't going to be an easy fight, but I think that Canelo was just playing him the whole time um, because this is what this is what they have to do, you know. Like, Canelo can go in there and piece him up in the first or two rounds, and that'll be over. Like, that that's what he'll be known for, you know. Like, who, who wants to pay for a fight that they know a boxer's going to win in two rounds? Um, so I think that boxers, they have to play it. They have to play it right, and they have to, uh, they have to wait a little bit, kind of play with the crowd, play with the boxer and, and a boxer like Canelo, who has been doing it for a while. I thought that it was going to be a, one of those fights that Canelo was going to struggle, but watching the fight and reading articles and shit like that, Canelo definitely played Saunders, man. He was playing the crowd. He was playing Saunders. Saunders stance is really, uh, it looked like a Southpaw MMA, um, if you watch the fight, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Um, I hate, I hate watching box boxing when it's like that because it's really tough for like a boxer for Canelo to get those hits in. And Saunders is way it's he's like taller than Canelo. His reach is way bigger. Um, he can definitely get longer hits in there than Canelo, but uh. Canelo definitely won that. I mean, he he fucking broke his eye socket, broke his cheekbone or whatever, and uh, it's a it was a good fight, man. I thought that it wasn't. I didn't think it was gonna end like that. I think I thought that it was gonna go up until round eleven, twelve, and then it was gonna be one of those uh, ju- like the judge, the judges, um, they're gonna call it. But I didn't know that Canelo was going to pull that shit off, dude. Saunders, he was pissing me off with his stance because that's not what I enjoy. I enjoy watching classic Mexican boxing like toe-to-toe. And they're just fucking going at it. Um, Dude, that, that shit right there is like my favorite. And if you watch the fight, you also watch that, uh, what was it? It was a third fight in. Uh, I forget their names, but it was this Japanese guy and this Mexican dude, and they were fighting, and they're little, right? They're like five, I don't know, they're like five three or five four, five five or some shit. They're small, uh, super lightweight guys, <clears throat> but they were going toe to toe, and that's the shit that I like to see. I like, I like seeing toe to toe boxing. Um, I hate seeing a boxer run around a fucking ring. Um, and then the opponent has to chase them down, basically. Um, I really enjoy toe-to-toe boxing. I know that all boxing is not like that. Um, some boxing is more defensive, or depends on the boxer, it's more defensive. Um, but, like I said, I enjoy the toe-to-toe. That's just what I enjoy, man. Like, if I, if I ever get in a fight, it just depends, you know, if if I think that I can piece this guy up. Um, I'm, I like, I will go toe to toe, but if I know that I'm going to get my ass whooped, I'm just going to be like, nah, man, I ain't fighting. Or I'm just going to pull my pants down and be like, look at this. You see this? I'm naked. You want to fight me? I'm naked. That's, that's literally my fucking strategy. Like if I'm going to get beat up by a big guy or somebody I know that could beat my ass, I'm going to get naked. 
and uh, I'll probably shit myself and roll in my own shit because who the hell wants to box or fight somebody that's covered in shit? I w- I would I wouldn't fuck that. I'm leaving. <clears throat> the uh, I was I was watching uh, what's his name? Fuck, I forgot his name. I should have wrote this down in my notes. That dude that was dating uh, Ariana Grande, uh, what's his name? Pete Davidson, yeah. Pete Michael Davidson. He's a comedian, obviously, and he's really hilarious. I like seeing a lot of his work. Uh, I watch a lot of stand-up. But this guy, he's, he's obviously really tall. And he was wearing, I remember he was, what, he was fucking doing some stand-up and he, uh, he was wearing these big fucking sneakers. And he's a, t- I mean, he's not a, his body frame is tiny as fuck, man. And, uh, he's a tall dude, though. I mean, I, I don't know how tall he is, but he looks tall. And I know he is tall because he said he's tall. But those big sneakers, he was wearing, like, Nikes or something. And, uh. That just looks so funny, dude. Like, big sneakers on small guys look so funny. They look funnier when it's big sneakers. Like, big fucking baller sneakers on short, small frame guys. Like, what are you doing, bro? Is your foot... Like, are those shoes... Those shoes are obviously too big for you. Why don't you wear Vans or some shit, man? Um, And I remember... I think I had... I think I had some sneakers that were too big. I remember uh, in like 7th or 8th grade, I had some fucking... I had... uh, I forgot my workout shoes, but I had these ugly-ass filas, like fucking basketball shoes, bro. They were fucking disgusting. And there were high tops, too. And I kept those in my locker for emergencies. And I didn't even know. I was like, dude, there's no way I'll ever put those on. And I had to wear them that day. But they were so uncomfortable, man, because they were so big. And obviously in 8th and 7th grade, I was fucking, like, my frame was so tiny. And I just remember, like, I bet I look like a dumb ass with those big fucking sneakers on. Like, the sneakers are bigger than me. They're so fucking big. I could literally, like, crawl inside of them, uh, tie the laces and uh, take a nap inside those sneakers. That's how big they were. <clears throat> what uh, What else? I'm reading my notes here. Dude. There's something that. Uh, there's something that I want to talk about. But I don't know if I want to say it. Because it's definitely. It's kind of embarrassing on my part. But. Uh, I don't know if I want to say it. Because it's so funny. It's something that my buddy and I, my buddies and I were talking about yesterday, and I told him this story about, uh, fuck it, I'm going to say it because I think it's funny. And it's me, man. It's not like, if I roast somebody, then I definitely, if I get the chance to roast myself, then I'm definitely going to do it. Like, if if I'm in the wrong, I'm definitely going to own up to it. Or uh, if I do something fucking hilarious and I get roasted, I'm like, yeah, you know, I deserve that shit. But... I was telling them about this drawer that's beside my bed, and uh, man, this is really embarrassing what I'm about to tell you, but it's the truth, and it's hilarious, man. I was laughing 
I was laughing on the inside and crying on the outside. But I have this uh, drawer that I keep beside my bed. You know, my ch charger and shit's on it. Um, my watch charger and whatnot. That's where I put my glasses and everything at night. But inside the drawer, um, in this drawer, I call it the miscellaneous drawer. Um, and I call it the miscellaneous drawer because I don't keep... I don't keep everyday things inside. I keep just random shit in there. That's why I keep call it the miscellaneous drawer. Um, I looked in there earlier, man. There's like I have a I have a collection of coins from other countries. I haven't been to these countries. They're just coins that I've I've found and have come across um, from like the 50s, 40s, and shit like that. From other countries and I keep them in there. Um, and the last time I opened this bag was like two years ago. Because I remember uh, moving out of my parents. I didn't even. I didn't even like clean out that drawer. I just. It's always been a miscellaneous drawer. There's always some random shit in there. Even since I was. You know since I got the drawer. There was always random shit inside. And for. For a while it's been like that now. And I haven't really dug inside. Like if I need something. Um, for instance my cigar cutter was in there. And I only smoke cigars like maybe once a year. So that's where I keep this shit. Like shit that I'm going to need once a year. Anyhow. Anything can be in this drawer man. And I mean anything. Chargers. Shit that I haven't seen in a year. Old credit cards. It's like a treasure chest. Um, anything can be inside. And. I was telling my buddies that I keep this drawer up there. Right beside my bed. And I was telling them how. My girl. Was needing something. And she found my underwear inside. And these specific underwear, I have been nutting into them for the past week. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, it's sick. It's fucking sick, man. If you don't want to listen to this, skip it, okay? Just skip through it, because um, it's pretty fucking nasty. Um, this is just what every fucking guy does. And girls, if you don't know, this is this is every fucking guy that I've ever met. Literally, almost every guy does some shit. Like, they either come in a tissue or on a paper towel. This is just normal shit. But I didn't have tissues. I didn't have t toilet paper. I didn't have any of that shit. But I had underwear. Um, they were clean. Except they had nut on them. And they had, like, four loads of nut for, like, a week straight. And I just, you know, I would just jack off in bed, nut. And uh, put them in a drawer and be like, alright, cool, time to go with my day. But she found them because uh, she needed something like that I kept in there in my miscellaneous drawer. I think she was actually looking for a charger too. And I'm like, dude, we have chargers all over the house. You had to go digging in there? And when she told me that she found <laughs> she didn't tell me till like a couple days later. And I was like, I was like, fuck, like, that's kind of embarrassing. But at the same time, it's really fucking hilarious, dude. Because that's kind of nasty. Um, now that I think about it, it is pretty nasty. But it's funny at the same time, dude. 
Um, it's just, you know, fuck it. It was, I, I needed to fucking bust a nut, get off my back. And every guy does it. Every guy needs to bust a nut every now and then. I decided to do it on my Calvin Klein's, okay? <clears throat> Man, that's, uh, for me to tell you that story, I think it's kind of, it tells you a little bit about me. I'm not afraid to be embarrassed. There's some embarrassing shit that I can tell you, man. But I think that as this podcast continues, when I get the mics and shit, when I have the, uh, dude, I'm actually, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to, behind me, I have, I have like, just random shit, dude, that I'm going to get out. I'm going to start planning it, and I'm actually going to go try to look at some, some couches, I think I have a uh, visual of what it needs to look like, but I'm going to go look for them. Um, But it's going to be fun, man. When I get the mics and I get more people, especially my friends, because they're all, a lot of my friends are like me, dude. Like, we all laugh at the same shit, and it's pretty funny. Um, A lot of people might call us immature, but to me, um, laughing is super important because that's how, that's how I get through my day. Um... But that miscellaneous drawer, man, that shit, uh, not gonna keep my, uh, underwear in there anymore. That's for damn sure. But how come every month is some kind of awareness month, man? Like, I was looking up, I was looking up this month's mental, or, or it, god damn it. I was looking up this month's, uh, awareness, and it's mental health awareness month. <clears throat> And, uh, why the fuck is every month some kind of awareness? Why can't we all be aware of this shit? Obviously, mental health is definitely important. Obviously, cancer awareness month is super important. Why are people, like, the ocean, the ocean month, what is that, like, Bro, we should all be aware of this shit all the time. It shouldn't have a month dedicated to it. Because once you t- start dedicating months to a specific topic. We only got 12 months, dude. So you're telling me there's only 12 topics that we really need to be aware about? That's bullshit. Um, that's just bullshit, dude. I don't agree with that. I agree with being aware with your mental health. Being aware that other people have... Uh, necessities but don't dedicate it for a month dude like there's more there's there's more important things and dude what did i read the other day let me pull it up what the hell i don't know i read some funny shit and i was like dude we only got 12 months man make those count and don't make it some kind of awareness month or awareness week I think awareness week is more suitable. But then again, you shouldn't make it to where I'm sure there's some kind of round glasses liberal out there with fucking blue hair. Um just like, yeah, today is uh today is blue light awareness week, so I'm wearing these special glasses for blue light so I don't harm my eyes from these for my phone and monitors. And I'm just be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Please. Nobody gives a fuck. 
but speaking about a mental mental health awareness month and I'm definitely not just going to skim through this because I I think mental health is definitely important. And uh to tell you the truth, there's been times where I've had shitty shitty days and uh we all have them. We all have to have shitty days, I think. Um because then you know when the good days are. Comedians and lawyers are the most suicidal individuals. Um, I was reading an article, actually. It's not just comedians, but it's people in the uh, entertainment industry. Um, people that are actors, people that are artists, people that dedicate their lives to this. And uh, it fucking sucked, dude, because I was like, dude, I want to be a comedian. I want to I wanna do this shit. And uh, I was like, and I read that comedians and lawyers, I obviously am not smart enough to be a lawyer. Um, I couldn't be a lawyer, man. I would kill myself. Ah, I was going to add some snare drums in there. Anyhow, lawyers, uh, they're overworked and lawyers get on drugs and shit. And so do uh, people in the inter- entertainment industry. Like they, they get on coke once they get like super super famous and shit they go to parties and whatnot i bet but comedians for the most part they uh they have an open mind and uh because they have an open mind they're they're so woke that they don't take a situation one way they have to take it three two or every, even three sides to every story. So that's that's the way that they see things, I think. Or that's the way that I see things sometimes, too. I'm just like, dude, sure, there's a... Sure, the gas prices are going up, and sure, there's a war about to start in Israel. But uh, there's always two or three sides to every story, man. So look into the shit before you make up your mind on things. Recently, I've been uh, like the coffee shop situation where I put my hands in my pockets and then took them out and then put them beside me. And then I realized I looked like a jackass with my stupid hands just lingering in the air right beside me. I crossed them and then I was like, man, I look pissed. But I've been putting myself in unusual or... Thinking, thinking about uncomfortable situations that I would avoid in the day-to-day basis. Um, mostly, I'm going to be honest, uh, mostly because I think that that's, I know for a fact that that's how people grow. And I'm 23 years old. I'm not done growing mentally. There's fucking shit that I need to worry about. And I'm not worried about, dude, like, people are like, buy a house, have kids and shit. Dude, that's like boomer type of thinking, you know? I don't want to buy a house, and I don't want to have kids just yet, dude. Um, But putting myself in uncomfortable situations, um, and definitely, over the past week, man, I've been really nice to people. Like super, super nice. I've when I go to the store, I'm like saying hello to people, just fucking being super nice, man. Because that's just I I need to start being more nice to people. 
and uh, but this last week I've been uncomfortably nice and uh, uh, we're fucking dead the gas station I was filling up last week and uh, I held the door for this lady and she was I held the door and she didn't even say thank you or nothing and I was like in my head I was like what a cunt what a fucking bitch but then I was like, ah, I don't know. She's probably having a rough day and didn't say thanks or whatever. Didn't didn't uh, think to say thanks. She just walked right in. I just held the door. Just walked right in like it was already open. Like one of those wedges was stuck underneath the fucking door and was holding it open. She literally walked in like it was her house. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm just going to go in here, fill up, and uh, go home. Go about my day. But uh, I, I always think like that, man. Like, I don't know what the other person's going through. Like, so if they're, if I think that they're being a dick or a cunt or a bitch, then I kind of have to check myself too because I'm like, I don't know what kind of day they're having. <clears throat> but that's an unusual situation. Most people say thank you or acknowledge it some type of way, look me in my eyes and nod their head like thanks. Um, Unusual situations, man. Like you have to check yourself be- before you before you make a judgment. Um, just little things like that, man. <clears throat> I want to update everybody on this Green Bay situation. Yesterday, I was reading. Actually, not yesterday. This morning, I was reading about Aaron Rodgers. Um, and if you don't, if this is the first time listening, the last couple podcasts I talked about Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers, how they're not getting along. Um, and there's rumors out there. Aaron Rodgers hasn't specifically came out and said, yes, I want to leave, but there's definitely rumors from qualified and people that have, that have leads and shit into the sports world world. Um, but Aaron is trying to recruit teammates to leave and go with him. Um, I don't know what to think about this. Because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, obviously. Obviously, I don't want Aaron Rodgers to leave because he is... I don't know. He's the best at uh, what he does. I mean, I think that his attitude could be checked a little bit. Um, But Green Bay Packers, like I said in the last couple podcasts, they have not been helping him at all, dude. Like, they'll... They drafted a fucking quarterback in the first round last year, and it just seems like they they don't care, man. Like I read two days ago that they're bringing a couple quarterbacks in uh, just to work out. And how pissed off would would you be if uh, you know you're working at your workplace, and yeah, you're a little disgruntled, and you've probably you've probably voiced this. Your you your concerns over the last couple of years, but you're still working. You know you still enjoy your job, and you're damn good at your job. Let's just say in this in this uh oh, fuck I don't know. Let's just say you know in this uh God damn it I can't think of the word, bro. Example. I had another word, but I can't think about it. This is an example. 
All right, let's just say you're working, you're doing a damn good job, right? You're one of the best employees, bro. But obviously, like every job, there's problems. And you've voiced those problems. And you're disgruntled, but you keep working there because the paycheck's good. And you actually, you know, you enjoy working with the people. It's not so much about the organization or the company. You just love working with these motherfuckers. So you keep doing it. And that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers has been doing for the past fucking, I don't know, 20 years it seems like. I know he hasn't been there for that long, but it seems like it. I don't know exactly how long he's been there, but he's trying to uh, take his teammates with him. And I think that that's pretty selfish, uh, if you ask me. If you're disgruntled, just leave, bro. Uh, Because there's fans and shit that want to see Green Bay win. I know that if Aaron Rodgers left, he would not want to see Green Bay win, and I get it, but that fucking sucks, dude. But what I was saying is, imagine uh, imagine you're working, and you know, you're, you're like, you know what? You go to your boss, you're like, you know what, man? If this shit doesn't get fixed, I'm leaving. And they just bring in new people, like two, three, four people, and they start training them in your position. Instead of trying to fix the fucking problem, they bring in new people. Well, you know what? From experience, what I've learned is that if you don't solve the fucking problem, those new people that you're bringing in, they're going to face that same fucking problem. And in a year or so, you're going to have disgruntled people working for your organization. So that's why you got to fix the fucking problem, bro. And... I get it that Aaron Rodgers is trying to leave, but dude, you can't fucking try and take everybody with you. Please don't take everybody with you, Aaron. I'm selfish too, okay? I want to see Green Bay win another Super Bowl before I die because I'm a huge Green Bay Packers fan. (sighs) Let me grab a drink of this coffee because my throat is getting dry, and this is what happens when I talk really fast, especially about something that I'm super interested about like football. Love, love the Green Bay Packers, man. I would hate to see Aaron Aaron uh, leave, but I don't blame him. You know, the, the world's not going to stop. Do what's best for you. Let me grab a, a swig of this coffee. Wow, it's actually really good. That coffee was free 99. All I had to do was brew it last night. I'm going to make some um, for Isabel as soon as she gets home. But what else? I'm looking at my notes right now. So if you're new to the podcast, guys, I just want to take a second uh, to remind everybody that I'm recording this in my in my little office in front of my monitor. And I have my notes pulled over to the side. <clears throat> Did my voice just crack there? I have my notes pulled over to the side. To the side, but, oh, dude, I have a funny fucking story to tell you about my voice cracking, but let me tell you about the, I have my notes pulled over to the side, and I'm just reading them as I go on. They're not really, like, they're not notes with the whole topic, like, word for word what I'm going to say. They're just bullet points, like, talk about the miscellaneous drawer, talk about the Canelo fight, and then I just go into it. That way I don't forget, um... Because my brain just fucking, my brain's fried from all the uh, 
heroin. I'm kidding. I'm not on heroin. I've never tried it. Never will. But uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, my voice cracking. I remember this one time, I'm, and this isn't even in the notes. Like, this is exactly... This is exactly how my brain works. One little topic will bring up another one. And I'm, I'm, it's Sunday, right? I remember because I went to Sunday school and we have to sing like these kids. They have to uh, sing one of these songs that they teach us. Uh, and it's like, what, three, four minutes long, not even that long, like two, three minutes long, these songs, right? And they're super easy to memorize. Um, but I remember... Before you have to sing, they pass around a microphone and you have to, you have to give like a, like a testimony or some shit. You have to be like, what are you thankful for? And I was like, I'm thankful for my parents, my parents or some shit. And I I don't know exactly what I said, but I remember my voice cracking and dropping. And uh, I remember my pubes started growing right then and there. Uh, I could actually feel them growing as I was talking but I remember everyone laughing, and I was like, why is everyone laughing in my head, right? But that also reminds me of that Family Guy episode where Peter's balls dropped, and he was like, hey, guys, you guys want to go play baseball? <laughs> you guys want to go play baseball? That shit's fucking hilarious to me. I'll never forget it, man. I think that. You shouldn't forget situations like that. Think about a funny situation that's happened to you and uh, how you can turn. You can turn, and I was just talking to my buddies about this yesterday. You can turn something that's so small and insignificant to you, right? Like my voice dropping or my voice turning into a man at the age of like 13 or 14 or whatever. How old the fuck I was. You know, you can turn something so small that happened in seconds and turn it into a one, two-minute story. It's all about the details and storytelling, man. Uh, and I was telling them, you know, not everybody has that. Uh, not everybody has that trait, and that's something. Um, I don't know if I have it or not. I definitely like telling stories and like telling things that have happened and how funny they are. And that's the thing, man, how funny shit is to me. It's it's one of the most important qual- like qualities to have. Like, can you turn a negative situation into a learning situation or a funny situation? You most definitely can. It's hilarious. But not everyone has that storytelling trait. And that's something I'm, that I'm trying to work on. <clears throat> and, uh, dude, I have this another one that I wrote here. Uh, this is also another one that's really, um, it's really, uh, embarrassing, but I'm not going to say it. This one I'm not going to say because it's, my buddy Chance would have to be here because he was the one that kind of led on to this. Um, and we were, we were eating. We were at a restaurant eating with my, or I was in the restaurant eating with my buddy Chance and Marquise, and he, they told me, <laughs> they told me some funny shit, and I told them some funny shit, like shit that's happened to me, and um, we can just make something like that into a joke, which is so important, but dude, I want to tell you something that happened to me earlier, um, 
earlier this morning, I took my dog over to my mom's because I don't have a backyard where my dog can play. Um, you know, he has a leash and he has a collar and all that, but I want him to be free. So I take him over there every once in a while so he can play in the backyard with the other dogs. And, uh, I think it's super important for, especially, you know, he's kind of an outside dog. He's a beagle and he's not potty trained 100%. He pisses on his pads and, but he, he, we've been training him to go like, stand by the door if he wants to go pee or poop or whatever if he wants to go outside and he has been doing really good for the past week which I'm really proud of but I was taking him over to my parents and I'm driving right and he's in the back seat and he's such a good dog because he was just sitting there like on his booty with his paw his front paws you know he's standing but he's sitting um and he's in the back seat and I was driving earlier today and I wasn't paying attention to the road and I almost rear-ended one of those stupid fucking Scion XBs. Uh, and if you don't know what a Scion XB is, it's one of those shitty boxcars. You know, it looks like a cube. Um, it's literally a boxcar, uh, a box on wheels. And I was, honestly, man, I was so fucking lucky and blessed that I did not hit this car. I was so I was less than a cars. And I was like going fast. And uh I wasn't even paying attention and there was traffic there and they were almost at a complete stop and I was going I was going fast, dude. And I fucking I was looking over to my left like I don't even know what I was looking at. I was just looking and then I look to my to the front in front of me and this fucking shitty scion is just fucking in the middle of the road just sitting there. So I fucking slam on my brakes and I fucking pull over to the right really fast because I really thought that I was going to hit this car. I was like, I don't want to hit this car. I'd rather run off the road, you know, into the gravel. And uh, luckily... My car, I guess, has really, really, really good brakes because they came to a stop really fast. And luckily, they they started moving too. So even if I didn't have that good of brakes, I don't think I would have hit them yet. But they started moving and my fucking tires screeched. And uh, it was kind of scary. But my dog, he was sitting in the back. Poor Tommy. He fucking, he didn't like fly up to the front and hit the windshield or anything like that. But, like, he fucking hit the back of my seat and literally landed on the floorboard. Which, it's not like... I drive a Honda Accord and it's not... It's a 93, too. It's it's an old car and I love the thing. And it's not, it's not too big and roomy on the inside. So, it's not like he flew around in there like a rag doll. But I saw it in the, in the rear mirror as I'm pulling over to the right, screeching my fucking brakes to a halt. And he hits the back of my seat and he lands on the bottom. And then I see him jump back up to the seat and uh, he's like looking around and I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm so sorry. But I was concerned. I was like, dude, I don't want to get in a car accident, obviously. And I was I was upset at myself for like two seconds. And then I started to laugh because, you know, I just missed an accident. 
and I was like, man, what if I hit the, what if I had hit this scion, and fucking hamsters came out like they do in the commercial, and, uh, this is going on in my head, right, this is all going on in my head as I'm driving, and I'm like, what if, what if hamsters just came out of this fucking car, like, I was thinking about that commercial where, where they hop out of the fucking cube car and they, they're dressed like gangsters, you know, like 50 Cent back in the day with their fucking flat bill and their over their oversized sneakers. Um, it would just be so funny if I saw all four doors swing wide open and four fat ass human sized hamsters just came out walking towards my car. Um, I would probably shit myself. But if that really happened, like, uh, and I know it wouldn't happen. I'm not an idiot. There's no hamsters that are big as a human. But if it really happened, dude, I'd fucking shoot them. I would blast them back to the lab. But uh, as I thought about it more and more, um, if you know, you know. If you don't, I'll tell you. I was wrong. Scion, uh, Scion didn't have hamsters in their cube car. It was the Kia Soul, and um, I was still la- It was still funny as fuck because I thought that it was Scion that did the hamsters commercial. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically Kia. A while back when they did the Soul, the Kia Soul. It's still one of those stupid cube cars. It's not as cube as the XB, but it's one of the. It's still. It's still in a a cube shaped car but they did this commercial back in the day and uh it's these hamsters riding around in their kia soul just bumping music loud you know having the time of the having their time bro just having a blast and i was like man how funny how funny it would have been if i was right and it was scion and that's just how my brain works in those types of scenarios dude <clears throat> Man, that would have been hilarious, dude, if I was right. If I, if it was actually Scion that did that commercial or or if there would have been a Kia Soul in front of me and I thought about those hamsters, that's just how I how I live, dude. Like I take a negative situation like almost being in a car accident and thinking about hamsters popping out. Like just to, just imagine that in your head, right? I rear end this fucking cube car. And we're sitting there in traffic and there's smoke coming out of my hood, right? Because I just hit them. And four doors swing wide open and these gangster ass fucking hamsters come out with their big ass South Pole jean shorts, big ass sneakers and a oversized t-shirt and their flat bill hats and they're just coming at me. And one of them has brass knuckles. They just beat the shit out of me. Four hamsters. Big as fuck. What am I going to do? Fight them? No way. But that would have been hilarious, man. And before I, because uh, this podcast is now about an hour long, <clears throat> I'm going to try and wrap it up. But one thing I really want to talk about uh, before I end this podcast is uh, this crisis that seems to be going on with with uh, businesses trying to find employees to go work for them. And... I was thinking about this the other day, literally two days ago, three days ago, and I was thinking about 
because if you guys don't know, I've been on vacation. I've had a lot of time to think, a lot of time by myself. I was thinking about how, well, everything goes to comedy in my mind, you know. I was thinking about the the Office episode where Michael is like, well, 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 how the turntables, and then, you know, he said it wrong, how the turntables, it's how the tables have turned. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, man, this is exactly what happened. Um, there's a massive exodus in the, not only the food industry, but everyone is looking for employees. Everyone that, basically an entry-level job is looking for people to come work for them. Um, and I think that it's how the tables have turned, right? Because last year... These companies were laying off people, right? When the pandemic started, these companies were laying off people and furloughing people because, you know, furloughing people is a nice way of saying, I'm sorry, you don't have a job anymore because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I don't know what you're going to do for money, but uh, sorry. But that's what they did. A lot of companies did this and... Now, now that I look back at it, it's fucking hilarious because a lot of people are thinking that nobody wants to work because the government is giving money away. And that might be the cut. That might be, you know, that might be it because unemployment pays a little better than working 40 hours a week at a job, an entry level job. It doesn't even have to be entry level job. You can make two, three, four dollars more than minimum wage and still be living paycheck to paycheck. But last year, these businesses, they laid off a ton of people. And the reason why they laid off a ton of people is so that the, is so that the businesses can stay afloat, right? They only had a couple of people or maybe they shut down uh, temporary and people were out of jobs either or even if the company stayed open for a little bit or wherever stayed open for a little bit they only kept minimal minimal staff or if they shut down temporary nobody was working right so go fast forward to this year um those same businesses that did that shit last year are now in a panic and looking for people to come work for them, right? <clears throat> and it's not only, it's literally almost every place that's looking. Everywhere that I go, everywhere that I go, it, there's a fucking sign that says now hiring. And it's everywhere. Like, Everywhere that I look, Indeed, LinkedIn, everyone's hiring not only entry-level jobs, but just people are paying 20% more. Companies are paying 20% more uh, on salaries now for, for, for jobs. And I think that it's not only the pay at this point. I think it's, it's part of what happened last year, right? These companies, realistically, and I, realistically, these companies, they don't give a fuck about you, man. Because 
If something happened to you tomorrow, you think about your job right now. Wherever you're at, wherever you're working, uh, whether you have a career, you don't. If something happened to you tomorrow and you couldn't work or you just can't work anymore, right? Something happens and you can't work anymore. Uh, I know that some places they have, they have like a leave of absence or whatever, temporary, long term, long term or short term. That's great. That's good. But let's say you can't work for a little bit. They're going to fucking replace you the next day or in a, in a week's time. Easy. <clears throat> and that's how it was before COVID. And I think that. I think that uh, now companies are starting to realize that you can't play, you can't pay your employees minimum wage. You got to pay them a little bit more, especially people. Um, I've read a fuck ton of articles that a lot of these companies are paying their employees minimum wage. They're overworking them, and then they're still short staffed. Right? They're still short staffed, and. The people that are coming to work, they have to come to work because they have to pay the bills. And then those people, they get fed up because nobody, nobody wants to work, bro. It's not, it's not that nobody, it's not that nobody's, that management doesn't want to hire. It's not that. It's that literally nobody fucking is applying to come to work. And it's because these fucking companies are not paying their people what they're worth. If you really think that your fucking time is worth $11 an hour, $12 an hour, then go do it. But if you don't, then don't fucking do it. And a lot of people are realizing that, dude. They don't want to go work for a shitty job that pays shit. Um, and I know there's going to be people, and I, and I was one of these people, you know, just go to fucking work and stop being a bitch. But now that I see a lot of these companies uh, looking for people, I think that I think that the mentality is now that these companies really, especially these multi-billion-dollar companies, they don't give a fuck about you, bro. Um, these companies they have more than enough to pay their underpaid employees, and like I said, it's not it's not about the money. I think for a lot of people, I think it's I think it's how these companies handle the situation and a lot of people, they just don't want to do that type of work anymore. And I don't blame them kind of like, I don't know. And this goes back to the Aaron Rodgers situation. Maybe the companies aren't, or the owners aren't taking shit serious. And if you don't handle the situation, then it becomes a big fucking problem. For everybody. Because what happens when people wake up. And they realize that the company they work for. Will replace them in a fucking millisecond. Uh, you know people will soon realize. That they've been. They've been under the thumb. Of this work environment. For such a long fucking time. That they just get fed up. And they're like you know what. Fuck it. Because if it was me. Dude I'd rather be fucking poor. Barely scraping by, doing what I love, than fucking working for a shit fucking company. And that's the truth. <clears throat> and a lot of these small businesses too, man. And I know of one 
Um, I know of one that they took this goddamn loan, this COVID loan, right? And they did not pay their employees. And uh, this co- this fucking company, man, they're, they're still struggling. And I fucking hope that the business owner gets what they deserve, dude. Because that's fucked. Because that's not your fucking money to take, bro. Um, But that's just something that I wanted to ramble on about. How the tables have turned, man. How the tables have turned, and it it got it got to think I got to thinking when I saw a meme about it, man. I was like, dude, that is so fucking true. And you can have your opinion, you can have your thoughts, you can have whatever. But if you've ever if you've never worked a entry level job, then I suggest that you shut the fuck up because you don't know what you're talking about. Um. It's one of those things that you have to you have to do to be like, yeah, you know, the pay shit. And it's entry level for a reason. A lot of these jobs are entry level, let's be honest. But we still need people to run those places. We still need workers. We still need cooks. We still need um, people to work in hotels. We still need people to work in gas stations. We still need people to work in retail, uh, servers, construction people. Speaking of construction, what the fuck is like wood? Wood is just like a piece of lumber is like thirty nine ninety nine now, um, and that's like a two by four. That's a foot long. <clears throat> it's just uh, it's gonna be interesting looking at this shit from the from the far because I'm not in the I'm not in the gas industry or I'm not in the wood industry, so I wouldn't know. Or I want to be honest with you, I don't really. It doesn't concern me. In the long run, it might, because I might, I might end up paying for it in the long run. You know, if it's taxes or some bullshit. But with this colonial pipeline shit going on, it's. I think it's time for Elon Musk to finally break through. And I don't want to. I don't say breakthrough because Tesla is super successful now. And Tesla, the brand, it's one of those brands that basically those cars, they sell themselves. You know, you don't see an ad. You don't see an advertisement on TV for Tesla, just like Lamborghini or Ferrari. You don't see that shit or I don't. At least I've never seen one, actually. But uh, I'm a huge Elon Musk fan. Huge. Actually wearing a Elon Musk and Kanye West 2020 t-shirt right now, which is hilarious. But time to buy a Tesla, man. These gas prices, right? And that's uh, that's a car that I want. I want a Tesla. I want the uh, I want the Model Y, but they're a little too expensive. But uh, I've looked into it a lot. The Model 3 is what I think that I'm going to aim for. But... That's in the that's in the future, man. Right now, I have a uh, reliable vehicles that I that I drive. So, but in the future, I would love to have a Tesla. Definitely gonna get myself one of those cars one day, and I can't wait. But I think that I think that uh, you know all these all this shit that we talked about today, um, super important. What's the, uh, somebody said something once, 
and I don't know who said it. Oh, fuck, what was it? What was the quote? Let me look it up real quick. Cause I can't I can't stop this podcast without fucking without uh saying this. I think I let me let me uh let me look for this real quick. Oh, yes, right here. There it is. Dude, why did it take me so fucking long? I'm sorry that you had to wait in that silence. Um, It took me forever to find this. But uh, I'm a huge uh, J. Cole fan as well. And it was... uh, I can be talking and thinking about like three different things. But I was thinking about this Fire Squad song. And it's, uh, it's huge. I love this song, by the way. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. And uh, he said, uh, all good jokes contain true shit. And that's so true, man. We can joke about this shit all day, but a lot of this shit is just true, man. Uh, all All good jokes contain true shit, man. That's... That's the synopsis of this uh, episode here. Um, like I said, guys, I appreciate everyone that's listening. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or SoundCloud, give me a follow. Um, I was going to video record this and actually post on YouTube because I got the YouTube account now. But I decided not to because... I don't know. I I honestly don't know why. But uh, I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode. Tell me your favorite part. um, Because this was like a week's worth of just thoughts that I had. And and I have more thoughts than this. And I'm not bragging, guys. My brain just doesn't fucking stop. It's always going. I'm always thinking about something. It's, It's either something that I'm like, huh, that's fucked up. Or something that's so funny that's fucked up, you know. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put every thought in detail into this podcast that's in my brain because you would, dude, you would hate to be inside my brain for a week. You'd kill yourself. But yeah, guys, I appreciate everyone that's listening. Um, go ahead and give me a like, follow, subscribe. Uh, that way I know who's all listening. And if, if you're listening again, like I said in the last podcast, DM me if you have any good feedback. Um, if you, if you want me to talk about something or a certain subject, DM me and I'll, I'll, uh, dive into it a little bit. The next podcast, hopefully I can record 
on uh, next week around the same time, guys. Next week around the same time, I'll have a podcast up and running. Uh, I'm looking at the 19th. Um, I'll have a podcast on the 19th again. Hopefully this one turns out really well and everyone enjoyed it. Tell me your favorite part. Tell me what you're doing. Uh, DM me. Like, like, subscribe. Uh, rate the podcast. I know that on Apple you can rate it. You can give it five stars or whatever. If you really enjoyed it, be honest, you know. Uh, don't go in there and be an asshole and give me one star for no reason because I'm trying to get this shit off the ground, bro. Uh, trying to get good ratings and good reviews, obviously. That's what everyone wants. It's good ratings and good reviews, but if you got serious feedback, DM me. That way I can take it into consideration. Um, but don't be a dick just to be a dick, man. That's fucking, that's shitty. <clears throat> but I appreciate everyone, man. Thanks for listening. As I say, bef- if, as I said before, your time is literally priceless. Um, so I appreciate you guys listening to my voice for an hour and 16 minutes, 17 minutes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end it right now. Everyone have a great, great day wherever you might be and, uh, be safe out there. Thank you.